This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. Welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck Today Check podcast. As you can see, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening, this is Ashley, by the way. Um, I'm here by myself. Liz and I have decided we're going to keep doing the, um, you know, twice a week episodes like normal, but every once in a while we want to throw in a solo episode. So we've decided that we're going to come up with different segments that are something, you know, it's a topic that one of us is really good at or is passionate about something like that. So what we're going to do, um, my segment is going to be mindset with Ashley. Um, it's something that I'm really passionate about having the right mindset about different things has completely changed my life in so many different ways. And I, it's a topic that I could talk about for a very long time and I can come up with a ton of episode ideas. And it's just going to be very helpful for us to do these like kind of mini one, you know, solo episodes, uh, every now and then. So we can make sure that we have enough content for you guys being in different time zones. Sometimes it's a little hard for us to, um, you know, like find the time to be able to meet at the same time all the time. Um, we're three hours difference right now with, you know, New York is now because of daylight savings time, it's we're three hours difference instead of two, which we were before the time change. But anyways, I digress. So my segments are going to be mindset with Ashley. Today's topic is always protect your attitude. Now, this is one of the very first mindset concepts that I actually ever really learned or paid attention to or was introduced to. Uh, a long, long time ago, very far away, I uh, I worked for a door-to-door sales company um, out in Henrietta, New York, just outside of Rochester. Um, I grew up out in Western New York. And as the story goes, I had left college to move to Florida with my boyfriend at the time. Um, we were there for uh, just about a year and I found out, you know, that he was cheating on me. The relationship wasn't going <laughs> at all the way that I thought it was going to go. So, you know, I called my parents and I said, I want to come home. My mom flew down to Florida. We drove back to New York together. It was a crazy time, you know? And when I got back home, I was, you know, early twenties back home living with my parents. I thought I had this failed relationship. It was, um, I was feeling really, really down on myself, no confidence, crying all the time, not leaving my room. I was definitely like in some sort of a depression And the kicker on top of this, the big cherry on top was that I needed a job because I had uh, left college and my student loans were kicking in. It was like six months later, whatever it was at that time. This was like early, I guess like around 2009. I think it was around 2009. I was in a bad spot, you guys. It was... It was crazy. I hate thinking about it, actually. It was like a really uh, sad time. So I needed a job. I wasn't feeling great about myself. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Nothing seemed like a good fit. And I was looking on Craigslist of all places. You know, back then there were, you know, we didn't have all the 
uh, websites that we have now to look for jobs. Like Craigslist was um, one of the main spots to go to for job ads. So I was looking on Craigslist and I came across this advertisement for a sales job. And my dad had been in sales and management, like, you know, for sales his entire life. He was very, very good at it. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go to this interview or, you know, whatever. I sent in my application and I was called back and they um, asked me to come in for an interview. So I'm like, I'm going to go to this interview, see what it's all about. And I got there and it was kind of weird, but, you know, I just kind of went with it. And the people that were there, they were very happy, very positive. The guy, um, basically what it was, it was, like I said, a door-to-door company. And we walked around. It was like February or March or something like that in New York. It was cold out. I wore like dress pants, a dress shirt, like um, a dress jacket, heels. You know, I wanted to look presentable. It was, after all, an interview. Um, And we were walking around outside all day. I had no idea leading up to that. Like there was no indication that we were going to be walking around outside all day, which kind of, you know, wasn't great. But whatever, I powered through because your girl needed a job. So anyways, I get paired up with this guy. His name was Brian. And he took me around his territory that day. And we sold these, um, I think it was an advertisement, like these coupon books for a pizza place. So the whole deal was you buy this pamphlet of coupons for this one specific place. That one happened to cost $25. And you'd get two coupons that you could use to get like two free pizzas or whatever. And that kind of like got you the cost of the book back. Even if you never used any of the other like coupons, which were like, you know, buy a large cheese pizza, get a dozen wings for free or whatever. He knocked it out of the park. He made like 150 bucks before 11 o'clock that day. And I'm like, wow, I this guy can do it. He's like... <laughs> chain smoking and he looks slightly intimidating and, you know, I'm way shorter than him and just, you know, nice. And I don't know, like, I, I feel like I was a lot less intimidating than he was anyways. Um, I'm like, if he can do this, then I can definitely do it. And I went back and they asked me some questions and, you know, long story short, I took the job and I worked my way up through that company and ended up like, I, you guys, I loved it. As crazy as that sounds, I was there for three and a half years. I built a huge team of people. I trained hundreds and hundreds of people to do the same thing. And then I actually, how I ended up out in the Albany area was I um, advanced to the point where I could open my own office within the company. So I moved out here. I brought a couple people with me to help me build out my office. And that's how I got here. Um, but they had these little things within that company. And there were, if I'm remembering correctly, it was like five steps to success. And one of the main parts of this, like I think it was the fifth or the fourth step. And of course, now I can't remember exactly, but it was always protect your attitude. Now, if you think about this, and I know I'm talking a lot about like door-to-door sales, but I promise you I'm going to swing it back around and relate it back to reselling here real quick. If you think about knocking on doors, our goal was to knock on 100 doors and talk to 100 people every single day. And the theory was that if you talk to 100 people, law of average says that one out of 10 people will buy this thing from you. So that's why they wanted us to talk to 100 people every day. And the better that you got, the more you did it, the better you got at these different techniques and these steps to success, the more you were going to sell So maybe, you know, then once you were in it for like six months or a year, you really only had to talk to like 
40 or 50 people to end up selling 10 of these. And if you sold 10 at a $25 price point, you made a hundred bucks that day in cash. They'd pay you out every single night. So it was really good for, you know, an early 20 some who had a lot of bills. And um, it was a really quick way that I was able to build myself up. It helped to ease my anxiety, talking to people, getting more comfortable um, in front of strangers. It really pushed me out of my comfort zone. One thing that I never expected it to do, you know, like driving around, we used maps because, you know, uh, Google Maps wasn't really a thing at that point. So we were using uh, printed out on paper, actual maps to work our territories. It was absolutely insane. So anyways, I digress. The whole point of this was, you know, the main step to success was to always protect your attitude. And if you're talking to 100 people every single day, you're bound to run into someone who probably has a not so great attitude or is rude to you or yells at you or slams the door in your face. And there were steps that we took to prevent that from happening as much as we could. But, you know, sometimes you just come across someone that's having a bad day and you don't want their bad day to ruin your day as well. And if you meet someone like that right off the bat within the first, like, let's say 10 people you talk to, it's really easy to um, lose your attitude, become negative, start thinking negative thoughts, and then, you know, the rest of your day kind of stinks. So not only, you know, if you run into a negative person or someone that's yelling at you or whatever, like maybe... um you run into another sales rep that's selling something else door to door and they've already knocked on all the doors in your territory. That sucks. Um, and then you're going around knocking on doors, selling something else. Like these people are going to be annoyed probably. So you have to come up with a strategy to make sure that you stay positive and how you're going to handle that. Another thing would be, you know, that we had to deal with was the weather. We're walking around outside all day in New York state. It snows, it rains, it's windy. It is not ideal weather unless it's like summertime, basically. But even in the summer, we would have 100 degree days. It's hard to stay positive when, you know, your hair is stuck to your face, everything's sweating, and, uh, you know, you still have five hours of work ahead of you. All right, so now let's bring it back over to reselling. What are some of the things that could affect our attitude throughout the day? And I'm going to give you some examples of things that might um, affect my day or make me start thinking negatively or whatever the case might be. Just kind of like affect my my attitude in a negative way. So if my date isn't going as planned, something has come up or set me off course and now I'm frustrated because I can't stick to the plan that I had planned out the night before or that morning and it just kind of throws me off track. That is definitely something that happens quite often, I feel like, in my life. It's just something that I have to deal with. Uh, a negative comment, if I come across something on social media or someone just like being rude on social media or just like in life in general, someone says something uh, the wrong way to me, I tend to hone in on that and then I can't stop thinking about it. If I spend a lot of time on something for it to not work out, like for example, if I go sourcing, um, you know, I plan a sourcing day or a couple hours of sourcing in between different things that I have to get done and then I don't find anything, you know, I only have a limited amount of time to do certain things like sourcing, photographing, listing. So if I don't find anything when I'm out sourcing, that really... Ugh, that's frustrating for me because I only have a limited amount of time. And then I feel like I've wasted that precious time that I had to go sourcing. 
if I have to repeat myself or relay information that I've already relayed to someone, whether it's, you know, a customer or whatever, um, like repeating myself or someone just not listening, that's like a big pet peeve of mine. So that ends up frustrating me as well. You know, maybe certain things for you that could um, set your day off track would be something like, you know, slow sales or your sales kind of like dwindling, uh, lowball offers, you know, your kids not getting along, you know, just it could be literally anything, whatever you can relate to in your life. These things that come up, you know, in our personal lives and our business lives, they're going to come up. They're not going to stop coming. They're not going to stop coming up. So basically, we just need to learn how to, whatever the case might be for you, we all have situations that are going to get under our skin. So the trick here is to learn how to brush those things off and bounce back from them as soon as possible. So those things that tend to frustrate you don't end up ruining your day or even an hour of your day. Your time is valuable and it is precious. So the time that you spend focusing on these negative things is time that you're not spending on your business or doing needle moving activities, which is the goal. I also want to add in here real quick that when you're in a bad mood, people can tell when you're frustrated, people can tell, especially like me, you know, I think that I know, actually, I don't think I know that I have RBF. If you don't know what that is, definitely Google it. Um, But I wear my emotions on my face so badly. Um, It is very obvious when I'm in a good mood or a bad mood. And it's going to be more obvious than you think to other people that you're communicating with. All right. So here are some easy ways that I use to protect my attitude when I'm getting frustrated or things are just not going right for me. Uh, I do not engage on social media with anyone who is negative. I don't correct people. I don't try to explain myself. I don't try to explain the way that I'm thinking. I don't try to change the way that they think. Nothing. Zero. It is not worth it. It's not worth my time. It's not worth my sanity. It's not worth um, being frustrated over for any amount of time during my day. And it just never works out. So I just do not engage with people like that on social media at all. I surround myself only with people who are positive, uplifting, motivated, um, hardworking. I have even stepped away sort of from family members that are negative and draining um, and always complaining and talking bad about other people. Uh, It does nothing for me but bring me down um, and frustrate me and make me sad. So I won't have it. I just, I won't have it in my life. The people that you surround yourself with have much more of an impact on your life than you probably realize. And it might be time to make some cuts. I also make sure that I make time to do some things throughout my day that I want to do. I know that I am the happiest when I get my whole list of tasks done every single day, but I also need to fit in time for myself in there. Um, it doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, super luxurious, like a massage or something like that. But I do need to make some time to do the things that I want to do. Like that might be, you know, go for a walk and I bring the dog and that kind of kills two birds with one stone. Um, but I do need to make time for doing the things that I want to get done in addition to the things that I need to get done so I don't get cranky. Being proactive also really helps me. You know, I've always been a procrastinator um, and that's, I've done uh, pretty well, I guess, in my life by being a procrastinator, um, even though that's like kind of a character flaw. But, you know, I've always um, worked well, I guess, under pressure when there's a deadline or something that I have to get done. 
I am old enough to know and mature enough to know that there are certain things in my life that I need to plan out. Otherwise they won't get done. Um, and that's going to start like a whole snowball effect that'll end up in me being frustrated later on. So an example of that would be planning out dinners. Um, if I don't plan them well and well enough in advance and go to the store and get everything, then I'm going to end up going to the store every single day to pick up stuff for dinner which cuts into my listing time every day and spending time with the dog. And it just, you know, it creates a snowball effect. So I want to make sure that I have that time to spend on my business instead of running to the grocery store every single day. If I can go to the store two days a week and make sure that everything is planned out well, then that saves me a lot of time, a lot of money, usually and a lot of frustration as well. All right. So what happens if something ends up getting under your skin. You weren't proactive enough to prevent it from happening in the first place. And you find yourself frustrated, um, dwelling on something negative that happened or that's just eating away at you. So I have a couple things that I do that I'm going to share with you guys and how I kind of reset my mindset, if you will. The first one I actually got from Tony Robbins. And he um, says it's something like you have to kind of like displace the energy that you're feeling. I believe it was in 2020. I took this, um, it wasn't like a course that he put on. It was like a series. It was a a daily session with him, basically a couple hours long. And one of the first things that he would have us do is get up. Like, you know, I'm in my tiny little apartment all by myself. Uh, it's 2020 for the love of God. And, we were deep in 2020, I think at this point. And I believe that's why he decided to put this whole little conference thing on for people um, because the 2020 of it all. So the first thing he would have us do is stand up and move our body. So we were doing jumping jacks and jumping up and down and yelling, and just like moving the energy through our body. And it would totally change. You know, if you're sitting on your couch watching this whole thing um, and kind of feeling a little down on yourself or just not energized, just doing that for a couple minutes, like completely changed my energy and how I felt. I felt, you know, energized and it just, it completely changed the whole way that I felt in my head, but also in my body. So if I'm feeling down or frustrated or like I'm starting to buy into, you know, a negative idea or something of that nature, I will go for a walk or do, you know, a Peloton ride or just do some jumping jacks in my living room for a few minutes, like whatever I need to do to get my body moving, to move that energy through my body. The next thing that I'll do is listen to some good music. I like to do that in the car. I also have like the Google home system. So I'll blast some music through the speakers all throughout the house. Um, Just some, you know, feel good music, something that you can get into. And music definitely has the ability to change your mood also. Walking away from a situation is another tip that has done very well for me. If if it's called for, you know, you, it's not possible to walk away from every single situation, but especially as resellers, a lot of, you know, what we deal with is online and you do have the ability and the luxury to be able to walk away from things sometimes. So put your phone down, um, and think about it, you know, think about it from a couple of different angles and then come back to it in an hour or two when you're more calm and you have thought through the whole situation. If it's something really major, like I 
can feel my blood boiling or I'm really in a funk or feeling down or just lethargic or something like that, uh, cold water. I'll end my shower for the day, you know, with a blast of cold water for as long as I can possibly stand it. Um, And then if I, you know, if it's after my shower time or whatever, it's just not convenient to take a shower. Uh, We don't have a pool here. Otherwise, that would be amazing for like a cold water plunge. But I will just dunk my face in a big bowl of ice water. I have heard some people say that shocking your system kind of with cold water. Um, it sort of like resets your nervous system. And a lot of people use that for anxiety as well. So something to note. If it's something that's frustrating me online or in a text message or an email or whatever, digital, even I guess you could use this if you were trying to uh, draft a response to someone or something that happened earlier in your day, I will write out a response in the note section of my phone uh, and then just delete it. It just sort of gets it out of my system. I can write out what I want to say, even though it might not be professional, um, but I can kind of get out my feelings and my frustration in that response and then I'll delete it. I certainly, you know, if you're going to use this tactic, let's say, you know, the person on Poshmark is really, really getting to you today um, and they're, you know, they're driving you nuts. I definitely would not write the response out on Poshmark, for example. I would definitely use like your phone or your laptop in like a note section just in case so it doesn't get sent accidentally. And the last tip that I have for you guys is to call a friend that, you know, won't take your crap. They'll definitely call you out if needed, but who will listen to you, um, listen to what's going on and then give you solid advice. I would not call someone that is a complainer as well. Um, and is going to let you wallow in self-pity for any amount of time, you need like that butt-kicking friend, basically, to talk situations through with. If you don't have someone like that in your life, uh, I think it's really important to to try to find someone like that. It's very helpful to have a, a butt-kicking friend. All right, guys, I hope that these tips for helping you to protect your attitude helps you protect your attitude. If you guys have any questions, definitely let us know in the comments below. If you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, hello. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or join our lovely Facebook group community. We really love the, you know, the little group, the little fam that we have there. It's so nice. It's so refreshing. It's so positive. And um, it's just a really great place to hang out. So thank you guys again for taking the time to listen or watch. Hope this helps you. And I hope you guys have a great day. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.